So today I have Hannah Ennis on. She is my PT, a friend of mine, which I've definitely found over the last while. We're so similar. And when I first met Hannah, it's like I just felt this spark. I knew she had something. I was gravitated towards her. I trained with her and she's just like a breath of fresh air. But today on the pod, we delve into something that I never even knew. And I do get a bit emotional. I think I'm emotional wreck lately, basically. I just think anybody who has a story just really touches my heart. And Hannah really delves into this and I'm so proud of her. And for anyone out there who is looking for help or wants to hear, you know, what to do when you're looking for help, listen up. This is an amazing episode. This season of Empower With Emma is brought to you by Riley, an Irish female founded period care brand. Riley delivers eco-friendly products to your door when you need them, made with 100% organic cotton and free from toxins, bleach and other harmful chemicals. Riley products are better for your body and better for our planet. You can use code EMMA30 for an amazing 30% off your first three months. You can head over to www.weareriley.com to subscribe. Okay, so today on the pod, I have Hannah Ennis, who is my PT, my friend, my foe. She's amazing, but I do think she has such an amazing story, especially for young girls. She's an amazing advocate of mental health. Um, she's very transparent on her socials about her own journey. And I wanted, to, she was actually on my list to be on season two because I just thought like she can help so many girls and she's very vulnerable about her own story. So I wanted to get her into the studio today to talk about it more yeah, and just basically share light to other people and tell her story. What a warm welcome. Thank you so much. No worries. Um, yeah, like well, I feel like even just to begin, I feel like I've known you bloody years, like years and years and years. But like even the first time I'd met you, I feel like our energies were yeah. just like so unmatched. And I think from that it's opened me up. Like you've shown me other sides to be more, a lot more vulnerable and to open up a little bit more. Yeah. Um, so I just want to thank you so much for allowing Aww. me to have this space. Yeah, no, genuinely. Um, but yeah, PT, coach. Um, never thought I was going to be either of them two things. Um, so yeah, here we are. What made you get into it? So like, if people don't know, so like, I know, Han- like, we do always chat when, when Hannah was training me. I took a bit of a break because mm-hmm. I actually needed to focus on myself because I found that... Absolutely. How, I'm, how actually it all happened, right? <laughs> I remember I went to the gym. I was in the gym, FBT. And I, do, I, I don't. There you are. <laughs> there you go. There you go. And I done one of the classes, and I seen this like blonde bombshell. I was like, Jesus. oh stop. Okay, just get, let me give you a compliment. Right, okay, go on. I was like, look at this. <laughs> I was like, she's so tanned, like five foot ten. I was like, she's like something from Sweden, and I was like, she's amazing, but great body, not just like you know. I just was like, you're amazing, and then you were real like energetic, and I was like, oh, I was like, she's a vibe. I was like, I love kind of like her body, her energy, what you were doing, the class. Mm. I was like, this is a bit of me. So then I was like, I didn't know who you were, didn't know your name, whatever it was. I actually had to go through FBT to search the trainers, search for you. Oh, stop it. No way. Yeah, I did. Oh, I done a bit of the cycling. So then I was like, oh, that's Hannah. So then I reached out to her and I think you're on Marbella. I was. With the girl. And then um, I was like, okay, reached out. And I was like, I really feel I just need to get back into training Mm -hmm. for my headspace. It was only just, you know, COVID was kind of like finishing a bit and I needed to get back to strength. And then we started training, but it's so funny because the first say like few weeks, and then I was like similarities, like Everything. talking together. I was like, God, you know, it was very in sync mm-hmm. of what we'd kind of talk about. 
And True. I always kind of got that energy off you. Like I was like, now I, I know I could talk to you as we like. Sure, we do you remember? No, there was one time you came into work or I came into work and you're there and you're like, oh, and I've just had the worst sleep. And I was like, do you know what? Me too. And we both just looked at each other and we're like, it's a full moon. It's the moon. <laughs> it's the energy. And like from there, I was like, yeah, we're going to be friends. Yeah, totally. And you're very trans. Like you're just like, oh, and I think obviously the best thing, I think sometimes that I didn't, that I took a little break from PT. Mm -hmm. You can just properly chat now and be like, oh, yeah. I've had a shit day. You Put need all help. the work aside, yeah. You need to be able to talk to people yeah. as well, do you know? So um, you used to be a makeup artist. Oh my God. You used to be when? an Inglot gal. Gals, yeah. So what made you change your career into fitness? Whatever happened, like, you know, bleh. where did you start? <laughs> like, where did you get to that place? that you were like, I want to actually, instead of me, say, doing mm -hmm. people's makeup, I actually want to help people. I want to, you know, work on me because like being a personal trainer, it's a lot on yourself. Yeah. And like, come here, we've talked about that so many times of like, you know, trying to help people. And I love that the job that I'm doing now is helping people. But I think years ago, even makeup, come here, you're trying to make people look like feel good. Same with PT, you're trying to make people feel good. But I've always, since I was younger, struggled with what is my purpose? Yeah. Like couldn't figure out, you know, what I was doing. I've struggled with my mental health for years and years and years, fell into makeup, like forget, I even did makeup to be honest with you. Yeah. It was so back when, but never, never felt comfortable, confident and knew all my friends were doctors and I want to be a physio and I'm going here and I'm going there and I was like, what the fuck am I going to, like I don't feel like I'm giving anything to this world and yeah, I would have struggled with my mental health when I was younger but sure when you're younger, you know, my mom and dad were there, you know, I'd go to school, I'd come back quite sheltered, you know, you're not an adult and then I think it was, it would have been the year before COVID, it would have been two, what, two, three years ago. Mm. And I just hit rock bottom. Like, absolutely. Like, I was an adult. I was working, making great money. Um, my mental health just took the biggest turn. And I didn't know how to help myself. I didn't know what to do. It was just going weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks. And went to a breakup, was going out every weekend, drugs, drink. Just was so, wasn't helping myself. It was reckless behaviour. And I just found myself in a position, I had to leave work. Um, so left the work I was trying to tell nobody I didn't want to tell anybody a thing I was like mm. God I can't be the girl my friends are doctors and all these I couldn't be the one that didn't work but I couldn't and um, yeah it just went down and down and down and I was feeling like I just don't want to be here anymore mm. and it just took which like overnight I was just like right this this is my plan and it got heavy I didn't really say much to anybody and I kind of thought I, I can get through this you kind of have that mentality of like I'm fine I'm grand and like at that point you know, I was still going out with the girls. I was still, I wasn't lying in my bed depressed. So I kind of thought, well, then you couldn't be. Do you know what I mean? But I was feeling these feelings of, I don't want to be here. And it became a thing in my head that it was just so comfortable to think those things that I believed them so much. So it would have been, I think, before Christmas. And by the time, like, I wasn't sleeping, I wasn't doing anything. I was just in the doctors. I was in therapy. I was in the hospital. I was just a ball of, I just couldn't get myself out and, I think I remember one time going to the doctor and another checkup, whatever it was, and we were just getting talking, talking about medication, and I was like, we just ended up on a chat, and I was like, I really just don't want to be here. Mm -hmm. And like, I didn't know, I wasn't even saying upset, it just felt so normal, and like from that conversation, she was like, well look, this is a bit, you know, it's a statement to me. Yeah. So, you know, and then I was kind of a bit like, oh God, why are you reacting that way? I don't find this a bit weird, it's just how I feel. So, yeah, had no job, literally had to go home, speak to my mom and dad. We went straight to the hospital. We kind of, like got assessed and I was kind of like, what is going to happen here? So from there, obviously, like I didn't have weeks. I didn't have months. And I was at that point where I needed help straight away. I was doing the therapies as I was going once a week. You know, I was on antidepressants, wasn't really getting me anywhere. So we tried to get some help 
like here in Dublin. Yeah. I wanted to go to like an inpatient unit and just stay there. And I remember thinking, right, this is actually okay. Like I can, I don't have to tell the world, you know, even my socials and stuff, I can still post. No one knows where, that I'm not working. Mm. It's grand. So just like not to get into governments and stuff, but like just there was no spaces available. And like they were like, right, well, we can get you in in like a month or two. Mm. And I remember being like, I don't have a month or two. And, you know, and at that point I kind of gave up, gave up myself and I'm so grateful for my mom and dad and my family for like fighting for me because if I, I didn't have a voice, they fought for me. And they're like, well, she doesn't have, you know, two months to just wait at home. Like, are we just meant to watch her, like walk around eggshells? We don't know what to do with her. So I remember going to Zara, getting my track seats, being like, grand, I'm going to sit in this new like room. I'm going to have a new, a new little place to stay. And then, yeah, they had no spaces. So within three days, my mom found a rehab place in Thailand. So straight away, I was getting the bikinis out. We flew over to Bangkok. Wow. Um, yeah, we said like it doesn't even feel it just happened so quick. And even now I look back and I'm like, that wasn't for my family. It was months and weeks and months of like torture. But for me, it just felt like a week, Do you know, like it was just my my world, my little bubble. So, yeah, we went over. This was just before COVID and they dropped me off. They left me. I was there on my own with like, now the, meant the place that I had gone to, the rehab facility, they had a mental health track. So obviously as I was an adult, I was, not that I was completely addicted with drugs and drink, but like I was recklessly using everything I was self-harm and I just, it wasn't, it wasn't a good pretty, pretty picture. So they had a mental health track, so kind of done everything in one. So stayed there for a month. Um, yeah, they came out and at that time, COVID was just rampant. So countries were like shutting down their borders. And I remember them saying to me, they're like, you need to stay another month. And I was like, no, I said, I need to go and came home into a lockdown. And it was the best thing that ever happened to me, like staying in that lockdown and having, you know, none of the girls, no one around me. It was my time to heal. Wow. And yeah, from there, like I was able to figure out slowly. I had no one forcing me, no job, no nothing, what my purpose was. And I just said, you know, what do you enjoy? And, you know, I said, fuck it, like life's too short. And I just said, right, I like the gym. Let's just do a course. We're in a pandemic. Who cares? Done the course. And yeah, now don't look back. It's time for you too. Oh my yeah. God. Like this is, like, I've never heard the story. So just to let anybody know. Feels so weird First even of all, talking I'm about so, it. like, you know, any putting tears in my eyes. Don't. I'm just so proud of you. Oh, Stop. I'm always crying on the pod. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Don't but look like, me in the aisles. I'm crying too. No, but like stuff like this, I'm like, oh my God, because I never even knew this story. Mm. And stuff like this always makes me emotional because I'm such a people person. And then yeah. hearing someone's story and doing Stop. that, like, it's just amazing. Oh, thank you. No, like, do you know what? It's just, it's so weird. And even coming here, I knew that this is like, this is my story. Yeah. And like, it's why I have such a passion. And we've talked about like, oh, even yeah. with your clients, it's just the purpose that 100%. drives you. Do you know that way? I think when you're passionate about something and like, that's why I think I get emotional about mm -hmm. it because I'm so passionate about people's stories, how you can help people. Like by you even sharing that story, obviously with me in this <laughs> like safe space, but you're going to change someone's life who's listening. Yeah. Like you're literally going to change someone who's like, oh, I'm having those thoughts yeah. or my friends having those thoughts or, oh, I don't know, I need help with either addiction or I don't know who to talk to yeah. or what are the next steps you know if the government isn't going to give me to um, do, yeah. help what can I do because I don't think there is enough support absolutely and I'm, not no. like I, I'm very like sure in saying that as Definitely. well you know that way but like I think even being vulnerable and opening up with that as well because I, I, I do know you touched on things even when mm -hmm. we're talking 
but it's like I know like it's it's so funny right even even seeing Hannah right <laughs> I can see, like, I'm 10 years older than Hannah right so Hannah you're 26 now. 25 25 right yeah. and I'm 36 so there's like 11 years between us so she's nearly like a little sister in a mm. way right but I can see Hannah's potential like oh, I can see the higher but you're in this little establishing kind of yeah. area but I know that you're going to get there and I and, and, and I kind of like slowly go Come on, we do a workshop together. No, you together. actually do. It's like Emma pushes come me. Come on, we like, go on a pod. No. no, but I know you. You like you need this. You're like my mom. Like, come on, come on, we have to no, go and do this. No, I'm because like, okay. people didn't do it for. No, people this didn't is do it. it for me. This is it, yeah. And I do it for myself. I do it for myself to push myself in areas. But if mm-hmm. I if I know someone needs that gentle, I'm not telling you push, what to do. Yeah. I do it, but I see the benefits of it and it's like, oh my God, but I know the person who's not going to benefit from it. It's going to be yourself. Absolutely. So then like talking about, so you getting through that as well, like, you know, obviously that's still very early. And like, from what I can pick up on that is like, sometimes when we go through shit, we can Mm. kind of mask things. Yeah, 100%. Oh, fine. Everything's amazing. It's okay. Yeah. No, no, you have to, I think it's just being real and instead of, always having your energy turned on because your job is you have to facilitate people all the time and have your energy on and that can be so tough yeah so how do you do that like you know because going from like or or looking after your Mm -hmm. your mental health like you know how are you coping with that now I think do you know what I think like even going back to then I was forced to heal and I always say like if I had to come home and the world was open up and I was still going out I wouldn't have I had to sit and it's one thing that I'll say that I'm so happy with I'm so self-aware I know when I'm sad I know when I'm not I'm able to tell people look I need my own time piss off like whatever it is I'm so much more self-aware which has helped me in so many other ways but like I still say like with mental health I've always said it you don't just wake up one day and be like perfectly fine you know you don't and like mental health the thoughts that I've had and it used to freak me out and scare me, but the thoughts I've had back then, I still wake up every day and have them thoughts. But I've learned now not to act on them. I've learned how to not, like, let it go. It's a thought. Let it come in, out the ear, off yeah. you go. So, like, when I have a bad day, like, when people meet me, they're like, you're so positive, you're so not. And inside, I'm like, I'm having the worst fucking day of my life. But it's about, it's just feelings. Yeah, and I think that's why I connected you because mm. I struggle too. And people always think you're a shiny penny like yourself. Oh, yeah. And, you know... There was a time, I think, by you even saying your story, mm-hmm. I would have been 16. The thought did kind of come in, do I want to be here? Yeah. It, it, it kind of did. I never acted on it or did it, but I was so down, depressed. um, And, you know, my way and everything, you know, stuff, my mom and dad, like stuff going on at home. You know, they were just about to break course, up. Yeah. And you, you just, you nearly think, oh, and then when I think back now it's like was I doing it for attention yeah yeah and then when you think back you're like even questioning that no but that's what I mean but even me thinking back then this is why you know when I have these conversations with people on the pod it does kind of teleport me back to me to where you were to where that place where you think that memory's gone but it's actually not it's still there and it nearly thinks no there was something wrong there that I was doing that and it wasn't for attention it was because of you know how I was feeling in that moment yeah I agree and I had no help. Yeah. I had no help. And, you know, to even see, you know, you were able to get the help and I self-helped over the, these years, but I'm I'm way more aware now. Mm-hmm. And the same with you, you're yeah. aware now because of the help you're after getting. But how do you help yourself? I, like, you know, especially the last two years, like how yeah. do you help yourself? I think like I've, when I was away, I journaled every single day. I hated it. And this is why everyone's like, I hate journaling and I'm, no one wants to be told what to do. 
Well, for me, I hated it. I journaled. I made myself, forced myself to journal. And I have three journals now. And I won't read them back because, you know, maybe one day I will. You could make a book. I may, yeah, you never know. But I made sure whether it was a page, three pages, ten pages, I journaled every single day. I hated every minute of it. I got bored. My hand hurt. I was annoyed, felt all these emotions. But I stuck it up. And to this day, I still journal. And even, like, my friends or my family, they're literally like, right, she hasn't done her journal. I'll just give her, like, ten minutes here. So that has been a huge outlet for me to yeah. just even, do you know what I even said? It's like, Getting it, some people are like, oh, I write down and I just, it's still there. And that's okay. Whereas I feel like it's even helped me if you're feeling a certain way. Mm. Yeah, you're, you have to like ride the wave, let yourself feel what you need to feel. But being able to write that down on a piece of paper, it nearly, it's like a map. It shows you, okay, right, I'm feeling this way. I've even able to, to, been able to figure out triggers. Like every Friday morning, I'd feel this way after I watched this certain thing. Or, you know, when someone says this to me, yeah. this keeps coming up for me. So every so often, I'll read back a few pages and say, do you know what, there's something going on here. Yeah. And it's nearly like my own little map as to like what's wrong with me um, to be able to help. But I think like journaling, I've just been such an advocate. And like, I know yourself, that's another thing we've connected with is yeah. writing down. And come here, I still write and I say, I've got nothing out of that. But then sometimes I write and I get such a rush and getting it. And it doesn't have to be journaling. Yeah. But like the gym itself, you know, I've used that as a means for my own therapy. And I'll even with all my clients, they're like, oh, I want to lose weight and I want to what? And I'm just like, yeah, that's great. It's a byproduct of what you're doing, but you should really be doing it for the endorphins, for the feel good factors, for like getting out and like, not everyone lives a perfect little life. And if you can leave that environment and go away for one hour and leave feeling, you know, I've done something for myself. I feel better. The happy endorphins are mm. gone. Then brilliant. Yeah. Um, and I love, that's why I love this job because I can see people walk into that gym and they're like, oh, this is going on. They're up, and people cry in front of me. They, you know, people live crazy lives and they leave feeling so much better. And no matter how hard that hour might have been or how stressed I'm getting, that purpose button inside me just gets tapped and I'm like, yeah. you know what, that's, that's, I'm doing the right thing. And then talking about clients, do you think you have good boundaries when it comes to clients? I knew you are going to see your little face. No. But like, it goes back to, I'm a people pleaser as well. And again, it comes as well, I, the more I try and think about it, I don't put boundaries in place. And I, it's something that I'll definitely have to start working on. I'm trying to. Yeah, but that's good. That and it will, it will yeah. come, yeah. But I do think maybe it is my own experience and the passion that I have. Like, yeah. I didn't help myself and I had all these people help yeah. me. People that messages I was getting from people that hadn't seen in years and... It just meant so much. And I feel like, as sad as it sounds, I really do feel like I've been given a second chance at my life. And, yeah. you know, I was about to not be here and now I am. And like, if I can give something and be a reason that I've had, like to help someone else, yeah. just spark something in me that like someone else helped me. And if I can do that back to them. Yeah. And I know sometimes like you can't help everybody. No, I know Before helping that. yourself. And I think that's why I resonated with you so much because mm -hmm. I was like, there's something there that when you're given something or if you've been through stuff, mm -hmm. you've learned from that. But then you, there's a message from that that it's yeah. up to you to kind of spread whether you want to spread it or not. Yeah, true. And I think that's why it's so funny. Even I had a coaching client there yesterday, right? And I was only saying this to Hannah there yesterday. And she follows Hannah as well on Instagram. <laughs> and she was like, I messaged her a few times now. She's like, I just love what she's about. And the two we're about Aww. to do a class the weekend. And um, she was like, I just love what the two of you are about. You really connect with each other. You can really, so you can really tell that and your similarities. And that's so nice that other people can Absolutely, see that Absolutely, well. 100%. You know, that way. And I know, like, even talk and say, like, about, like, that will come. Like, that takes time because, hello, yeah. like, I am 11 years older than you as well. But you're so mature from what you've been through. And, like, mm. that'll always, like, that'll stand, stand with you. But it's, it's, it's living with it. I think a lot of people, when they go through stuff, they even for me, the yeah. one thing I learned, 
you always think I'll get over it I'll get over it 100% it's not about getting over it it's about living with it and like what you said you're gonna have thoughts but like thoughts aren't facts it's about not letting them yeah yeah, it's not letting them seep in like you know and then when it comes to like you know your bad days versus Mm -hmm. your good days what do you do like you know how do you get yourself because I know you're very good you're not one to be always on your phone which I like oh no that do do not disturb button gets hopped off that's really good though like now do you know know, I used to feel so bad like not replying I had to and now I'm the worst but that's a good that's a good boundary though I can't like if I I just I love my own space and I went from being like even in relationships friendships work I had to be busy couldn't like always I was the same on the go and I needed exact to be you know same. around even boyfriends I had to be around them by 24-7 yeah. and now that's because I've been able to go on that healing journey and do my own work I quite like myself I love my own time yeah. I love spending like doing things now I'm not the solo that's one to plan a big solo trip I'd oh love yeah that. you'd love that but like little things like I used to not be able to pay on the bus or ring on the phone and order something you, you know that. I couldn't do any of these things so now I'm like slowly but surely doing all these little things and it's not as bad doing it on your own. No. Do you know, you think, oh God, I'm, you know, me sitting there having dinner on my own one time and I was like, do that, go. And I looked at someone else. Or even else you went there. to, remember you were talking, you went to, and you got a coffee at McKenzie's or yeah. something and you were like, Emma, that's a big deal for me. No, like, but it, and it's a big deal for loads of people. Yeah. But sitting there, I'm thinking, oh God, everyone's looking at me. No one gives a fuck. Like, no one's looking at you. So what made you get to that point of doing it? I think a lot of therapy, but um, I actually, do you know what? It's a mindset change, which has taken a lot of time. But you, like years ago, or a few years ago, me having a bad day, which by the way, everyone gets, you don't just have one bad day a week. You can have a million bad days or bad moments a day. So allowing a bad day or like a bad moment, let your whole week just write off. I just don't like the idea of that. And I used to let weeks and weeks and weeks, days and days and days go by because I had a bad day. And I just, I can't deal with that anymore. And the more I thought about it, I was like, like the other day I was in the gym and I've had this little mindset change. Yeah. Where I'm saying, okay, even depression, I'm able to link it now from years ago to even the gym. I used to lie in bed all day being depressed, like in my own little bubble, hated everything, hated the world. And then something just one day just took its time. I said, you know what, I can lie here and be upset and be depressed and be like, I hate the world, I hate everything. I can still be that thing, but be outside and see my friend and do my things. And come here, a lot of the time you actually end up feeling a lot better. But why am I letting a feeling stop me like I used to say I am depressed I am sad I am this anxious and it's like I'm Hannah nice to meet you like I'm not these are feelings you're labelling yourself yeah label and it kind of took me like if I woke up feeling sad it would mean that I'd write my whole day off and I see Mm. you with some clients and I see you with people that I know my friends and I'm like hold on you can and I always say you can start your day around a million times over if you really really wanted to and that mentality like when I was in the gym the other day I was like fuck this I was about to cancel all my clients and I was like I'm going home I can't deal with it and I just had this chat myself and said right Halfway through session, feeling shit, I can leave and get nothing done and feel shit. Or I can get a full session in and still feel shit and probably feel better. Which yeah. one are you? Like, you, you're always given a choice. So I was like, I'd rather try and help myself than, you know, just sit at home and, like, not give myself the opportunity to be helped or, like, to enjoy myself or to get things done. So I think that's a huge thing. I just always have chats and I just start my day over. If I feel bad, I just try and yeah. not let it weigh me down. Come here as well as that. I don't try and cover things up. I do that to try and push past the little small moments of, oh, I can't do this. I yeah. feel like that. But overall, I've been forced. Even my family, we're so open. Like we talk about, like I've had to come, come to my mom and say, I feel suicidal and I feel, you know, this way. And my brother might say, I feel down. My mom might say, we're such a close-knit community. Like we talk about everything. So I I feel comfortable that when I do have a bad day, I say, you know what, guys? I'm going to just sit down tonight. Yeah. I'm going to do my own thing, chill out. And we're just, I suppose, vocal. That's really cool because I think a lot of people wouldn't have that. 
Absolutely. Oh, and I'm blessed. Come here. It's yeah. not the same way in every situation. And yeah. like looking back, I'm like, God, like my family have had to grow through all of that. Mm. And it's only now kind of coming out of it. You know, that was my little bubble. I feel like that just went like this. Whereas for them, that was months and months and months. And, you know, my brother's a little younger than me, my mom and dad, like seeing how they reacted to everything. We've all had to go on this journey. It's not just my journey. It's, you know, my friends. I've had to sit down with them and talk to yeah. or like, you know, in the days where I just ignore everyone for three days. It's not personal, girl. It's it's me and like, you know, it, they used to be like, oh, why she hates me today? Or, you know, is she fighting with me? It's not like you have to be. I think I've spent so much years, so many years ignoring help and ignoring conversations and talk and got me nowhere. You think you're stronger than, you know, oh, these things. And the minute, yeah. I swear to God, the minute I said vulnerable, I just said, you know what? Help. See, that was me as well. That's why I think we both, because yeah. like, I was always the same. Go, go, go. Mm -hmm. Fine. I'm, everything's fine. Busy, busy. Yeah. Round the clock, gym, up this, that. And then when COVID hit, break up, everything like that. I had no choice but to go 100%. inward. Exactly. Similar to yourself. Because you're forced to, yeah. Yeah. And you had to go inward. You had to do all that work and you had no choice. No. And by doing that and asking for help, being vulnerable, opening up. And it's tough. It is tough. Yeah. But then when you start doing it, it's like a different habit. And then you're like, it makes you feel so much better. Like, do you know, that way it's literally. Yeah. The help is there. Yeah. You know, and like if something, whatever you're going through, anyone's going through, if that happened to your friend, you'd be baiting down their door being like, help, like I'm here, let's talk. Everyone does. So why not allow your friends or family to do that for you? If it can take like one bit of pressure off your shoulders by just yeah. opening up and talking about something. And I get it's so hard for some people and, you know, not everybody wants to go to therapy. Not everyone can afford to go to therapy. But no. that's why I love even the likes of this, the podcast and things to open yeah. up. And, you know, I follow loads of accounts of people sharing stories, being like, oh God, this is what she done. Maybe why not just try that? Yeah. Why not try? And it doesn't mean that I have to tell the world. It doesn't mean that I have to like go in and say, I need help and roar from the mountains. Like I don't have to do that. But there's so many things you can do once you're ready and willing to be helped and healed. Yeah, no, definitely. And then how different is your lifestyle now to the way it was before COVID? Like, God. what have you adjusted? Like, even, no, I mean, from a mental, yeah. from a physical, from an emotional, like how different, like what do you do now that's totally different from what you used to do? Like job aside, like this is like, yeah. I would have never seen myself being a PT. What made you? Like, like I couldn't, like I was in the gym, but like when I say, it's it's took it's taken like a full three sixty. Like I was in the gym to lose weight, didn't care. I was on a thousand calories. Like I was like I was there for my only sole purpose to lose weight. Yeah. Hated it. I hated every single moment of it. And I've always played sports growing up, gaff, football, basketball, played everything, but never really put the links together of like maybe this could be something that you you yeah. might want to do. And fell into makeup. Couldn't even tell you how I just well done that. But I don't know, just I came home and I was like, right, well, I need to go to the gym. I have to, because I just felt, you know, oh, I need to lose weight, that whole mentality. The minute I went, I was like, oh God, I'm actually here for a completely different reason. Because yeah. that moment in my life, I needed healing. I needed to just, you know, get the, let the endorphins run. It wasn't, I need to be skinny. I need to like, you know, it was none of that. Yeah. And I took the pressure away. And the minute I was like, Do you know, what? I actually quite like this. And it wasn't killing myself on the treadmill. I was learning about strength training. I was like challenging myself in a different way. Whereas like I'd be going up being like, how many fucking litres of vodka can you drink? Whereas now I'm like, how much can you lift on a bar? Like it was a different mindset yeah. that changed. And I don't, again, I don't know how I fell into it, but like I thank my, like when you worry about what your purpose is, and I would, I'd be such a worrier. Like, what am I going to be? Especially my friends are doing all this and I'm seeing everyone like at my edge traveling, doing all these things. And I'm sitting here being like, oh God, I'm so behind. What am I going to do? And then life, you just have to let it do its thing. And yeah. if I never went through what I did and you know COVID I know some people had a horrible time the pandemic but for me it was just 
I didn't want it to end. I was just doing so much growth and it was leading me to like opening so many different doors. And once I started the whole PT thing, I was like, God, I really love this. And it just doesn't feel like work. And I never, ever, ever thought I'd have a job where I felt so purposeful in my power. I could help people. I enjoyed it. It was a bit of a laugh. Yeah. And it wasn't like pressurizing on me. It wasn't like taking a toll on me. Come here, work is work. Yeah. It can be hard. But this is like, I just feel like whatever's happened has set me up for this moment. Amazing. That's so yeah. powerful. And then talk to me then. You've mentioned once or twice about pressure. Do yeah. you, and I definitely know you put pressure on yourself. Oh, yeah. And like don't we all I oh, put pressure yeah. on myself like I, I know it's healthy to my, have a little bit of even, pressure yeah know? 100% even my sisters would be like um, do you think you're putting too much no, pressure no do they actually <laughs> oh 100% I like like I um, and the nice way possible I can you say, chill down please I wouldn't say I'm an overachiever um, I'd like to achieve I yeah, like definitely. to do things but I have slowed down from COVID as well but I do put pressure on myself but only because like we're both self-employed yeah. like, so but do you ever feel the pressure of, you know, especially what you were saying about your friends, their doctors, did this, like, yeah. did that ever, like, like, you know, how did you stop letting that, you know, creep in on you to be like, uh, you know, am I good enough? You know, yeah. why don't I have this job? Like, you know, bringing you back to that place as well. Like, do you feel you found purpose in what you've, you do now? Mm-hmm. And do you feel pressure from society to be something else? Yeah, I think like, you know, you're conditioned as to who, like, who you are as a child and who you hang around with. And, you know, growing up in school, before that whole mental health thing happened, there was a few things a few years before. And yeah. when I was in school, I hated my last few years. I hated every moment of it. And I wanted to get 600 points in leaving there. I wanted to go to Trinity College. Didn't know what I wanted to be. Yeah. But I just knew, God, we have to be academic. All my friends are really academic. And I was like, I have to get this. And my mental health happened. Couldn't go to school back then. And I think I got, not even that was about two, three hundred, whatever it was, didn't get my 600 points fraternity. And I remember being like, what the, f-? like, I'm floored. And then my friends are moving on to college and I couldn't go to college. I didn't know what I was meant to do. And I think that has definitely played a part. And then coming out, I became a makeup artist. All of a sudden, I don't know why makeup blew up. So I was like, all of a sudden, then people were like, oh, she didn't, you know, she didn't even get to college. But then they were all of a sudden being like, oh, she's the makeup artist. You know, yeah. they're booking in with me. And I was like, okay, right, whatever. And then obviously with COVID and stuff, I had to lose a job again. I was like, oh, Hannah, come on. Like, where are you going with this? And like, now you're getting older, what's, you know, and obviously PT is such a big thing now. Like, I don't know what way my life is going to go. But for the first time in my life, I think I've just tried so hard to follow the same path, which is fine for other people. If you know what you want to be, brilliant. But I've never been like that. You know, I've always been more creative. I've always been more like, you know, open-minded. I'm more like physical. I need to do things. And I used to try and like put myself in a little box of like what I thought I had to do. Yeah. And the minute I stripped myself back, because realistically, reality, like the world was not letting me go down that path, whether I liked it or not. It was saying, you need to go down this path. Come on, like pushing me towards here. And then I was like, do you know what? Like, yeah, I'm doing something different to my friends. And yeah, I'm doing something different to a lot of people. I'm doing the same as a lot of other people, but like, it's a job. I'm happy. And for a long time, I couldn't care if I'm washing windows for the rest of my life. I'm going to be the best person who yeah. ever washes windows and that's what going to be my job it makes me happy mm. and it took me so long to get rid of like what I thought people would say about it but like they don't like I'm happy and I don't need to follow my friends and I'm so proud of them and I know that they'd be proud of me but we don't have to be the same person we don't have yeah. to do the same things and that no it's taken its time I, again I might not be a PT next year I might be something else and I'm quite open-minded to the idea that life I'm just going to go on the ride and just go with it and just you know not worry so much yeah, like, it's so funny you say that because I remember, so, <coughs> excuse me, if you don't know some of the listeners, I used to be a bar, <coughs> used to be a fashion oh, yeah. bar. I would have followed you back yeah. then when you were, yeah, mad. And um, I was a bar for pennies and loved my job, yeah, amazing, yeah. but I always knew, 
I always loved helping people mm-hmm. and people would always come to me even out to help them with stuff whether it was in my job or after and I used to kind of see it but I was never that hyper aware of and then, but I always knew it wasn't going to be forever. Mm-hmm. And I love fashion. I still love fashion. And I went to, and it's funny you even say that. I never wanted to do four years in college, yeah. ever, ever. It wasn't for you. Now, I did, I did look at NCAD. I looked yeah. at it all, but I just says, I want to just do a course and then see what Where avenue, goes. because I want to do fashion design, but then I knew that could go into something else. Health, yeah. And then I could Gives go into, options. but then I could go into four years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it says, I'm not going straight to four years at no. 18. So I was kind of quite mature at that age. Mm-hmm. So then from that then, whatever, went into buying. But then as I was leaving, I was like, I, I know this isn't my purpose just yet. But I was like, I can't see myself here. It, yeah. I can't see myself here for like 20, 30, 40 mm-hmm. years. I knew there was something else. And then I went into, you know, the business development yeah, and stuff. Yeah. And then in the sideline, I was doing the life coaching. And I'd say only the last, <clears throat> just before COVID, I was like, I know this is going to be my purpose. Like I want to help people. I want to coach people. I want to do workshops. Mm -hmm. I want to do talks. I want to, like I want to do it all, but I know it's a a stepping stone. You you have to like be patient. But the thing is with me is like, I, you kind of put so much pressure on yourself to get it all now. God, yeah. And I'm the type of person, I'm not going to label myself, I'm the type of person, no. but I am. <laughs> yeah. I nearly have to like, right, I have to have my website done. I have to do oh, everything. Oh, in two minutes. I want it done tomorrow. And then I'll start. Yeah. But I'm getting used to now being like, just start now. 100%. Even like, in fitness. Even like don't us doing the class. Yeah. It's like, just do it now. Like, why wait? Yeah, like, you true. don't have to have everything set up. You oh, have to basics. It doesn't have to be perfect. Yeah. It doesn't have to be perfect at all. No, totally. Yeah, like, I agree. And then like for advice then for people that want to like change careers or have that inkling inside them, like mm-hmm. what would you say to them? I feel like, like I'm so lucky and I know that, you know, I'm luckier than other people who didn't, like I got to sit down with myself, forced it and heal and, you know, be aware and explore different avenues. And, you know, I obviously had the time with the pandemic to kind of sit there and say, why don't I do some painting today? Why don't I, you know, do some baking? Will I be a baker? Like I had all these things, but it's explore. And like, I think you have to like, life isn't going to slow down for anybody and don't be stuck in a job that you just don't like. And I hear all the time from people, I'm just like, you won't work hard in a job that you don't like. Yeah, You're not going to feel excitement and feel that you can do all these other things if you're in a job that you don't like. And especially when you're younger, you've all these opportunities to change and to go traveling, to try things. But you get one shot of all of this and that's just the way I keep, I worry about the future so much. And I know a lot of people do. And am I going to figure out what my job is? And I'm going to, you know, I need to, you know, have the family by 30 and have to do this and, you know, be married and have this great job. And especially, I think, in a weird way, this society is so pressuring with stuff. But on the other hand, it's given us a lot of flexibility. You're seeing yeah. people traveling. You're seeing people doing jobs that weren't even jobs before. Yeah. And I'm hoping that that would open up. We're like listening to people who are just changed. Like, I've met people who are like 50 years old who was in corporate job and then they just changed their job the next day. And they're off doing something completely random, like sailing the world, doing something yeah. random, living their best life. I think COVID taught a lot yeah. to people and I think like these things like it's like life's it, too short it happened for a reason to yeah. tell people to slow down this is your so- sign in modern day world mm-hmm. for two years you're going to be in lockdown to reevaluate their whole life yeah. and even now I'm a lot slower than what I am I don't yeah. pressure myself as much the ego can come in and Boys. be like you need to Boys, do Boys. this you need to do this whatever but I check myself like and I know there's a thing like when I was listening to um, Mm -hmm. another podcast the other day and um, like it definitely hit home for me as well because if you don't have if you don't feel 
that fire, that passion yeah. in your for what you do in life. Now, I understand certain jobs, you know, you can... You don't have to have passion for every single job no, you have. I mean, you still go to work being like, oh, I'm fucking that. Yeah. There's something, like, it gets stressful. That's fine. That's fine. But you need to have some sort of, like, passion mm-hmm. and love for what you do. Yeah. Or it will wear you down. Yeah. Do and you, you know see that it way? happening so many times. And, and I think people really get caught up about, like, oh, what's the point? It's too late. I can change. You can always change. Yeah. You can all, like, you have options. And I was only saying that yesterday uh, to one of my mm. coaching clients. Um, sorry, <clears throat> I keep coughing, just clearing my throat. <laughs> um, is basically you always have options, and there's Absolutely. always solutions. And it's even about we were talking about what we were talking about. Um, scarcity mindset. Oh yeah. And it's not and I can come here. It, it comes in on everyone, but once Definitely. you're aware of it, so yeah. if you're always thinking, oh, there's nothing out there. I'm not going to find the right job, or I'm not going to find the right man. You're nearly manifesting What's that's the point? Not happened, you know. But if you just think, oh, there is, like, there's, like, how many, seven billion people in the world, or there's loads of different jobs. Like, how many people are doing a podcast? How many people are doing PT? Yeah. How many, there is always room for everybody else. Yeah. There's always room. And the minute that you limit yourself into, oh, I can't do that, someone, Sarah down the road is doing it. So what? Let yeah. Sarah do it. Like, you do it too. But, like, finding that purpose, and even, like, we've even agreed on this. Like, I know for other people, money can be a big, huge factor, but, like, doing what you're doing like I even just if I didn't get paid I'd still love what I'm doing Yeah, and it's not about the money for me and if I didn't and it showed me now that I wouldn't get into a job even if they're paying me the highest amount of money I'm just I don't find value in money anymore I find it in making me feel better I want to leave work and not be like I don't want I've had it before yeah. I can't go into work tomorrow shit and it ringing sitting up all night you know hoping that the hours just go by really slow so I don't have to go back to work tomorrow you're wasting your, like so many precious years yeah and that's gas because I remember hearing that I don't know whether I was doing a workshop or a mm. book I read or something. And it did say that. It said, if you're doing something and you think you love it, if the if you were to take the money away, would, would you love it? it? Yeah. Would you love it? Are you passionate? And I, I'm exactly the same as you. What I do, like coaching, mm-hmm. uh, I want to start my own courses yeah. and mindfulness. Um, and then like the pod. Of course. There's like, you know, taking money away. Like sure, you know, I was paying for the pod yeah, <laughs> the first season by myself. Yeah. But if you were to take money away, I'm still doing it. Yeah. I'm still doing it. I'm still helping people because... I think that's so important though. It's more like you get a kick out of knowing that you... You can give someone, you know, hope, faith, yeah. advice that will actually really benefit them. Yeah. And that's something that I, I can sometimes struggle with as well. And it's not even, um, I'm not say validation, but it kind of right. is where um, knowing that you help someone is nearly like so beneficial and you're nearly g- trying to get validation. But you nearly have, what I'm trying to say actually is more self-doubt going, are did I really make a difference? You know, yeah. say if I'm coaching someone, I'd still have that in my head going, geez, was that even a good what session she today? Pay, yeah, like why is she Was going? that even a good session today? Did she get anything out of that? And that that is your inner critic. That's mm-hmm. natural, by the way. Only for me reading books and all. You be like, you wouldn't be like, yes, slay. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. unreal. No. You'd be like, you're a narcissist. Fuck. No, literally. No, but I'm, and I think that like knowing that that's only normal. And then mm-hmm. I'd get a message going, thanks for today but that or whatever. Is what Do you know that way? It so, yeah. like, even talking about mental health, that's what turned me off it. I didn't want to be known as, like, even though everybody oh, goes yeah. through this. Yeah. I remember the first time opening up about everything and, like, it wasn't for support. It wasn't no. for I needed someone to, like, fill that gap and make me feel like, you yeah. know, oh, I feel so sorry for her. Like, I didn't want, like, no. even now I still hold back on saying things because... There's parts of me that's like, oh, that happened so many years ago, like, and you're still going on about it, or like, you don't even know yeah. that mental health girl. And this is, I know, these are the self 
doubt thoughts that go into my head and then I get a message off someone randomly being like oh honey you know you helped me two three weeks ago and I'm like it's helping people and I follow other people for I help agree. but why do I think that yeah. I'm afraid of people's opinions oh she's still going on about that I know and you I'm know the same I mean? even like time to time I would say oh the breakup or ever on the yeah. pod and I'm, I say the listeners are like is she still going on about that <laughs> yeah. but it's I think it's relevant do you know that way and it's even, relevant talk about it do you know yeah because I was in silence on my socials mm-hmm. for two years and there's so much that I went through emotionally and I still have triggers and stuff like that but I'm here telling you guys who are listening yeah. that they're going to come back in Absolutely. I'm going to deal with things and especially when I came back into outside like going mm-hmm. into a new relationship then after COVID and there's going to be things there that bring like, a heightened it's, back it's up. heightened yeah, like yeah, you yeah. you're going to have triggers as well but even today even today like yeah. talking about things again it's like oh god I thought I was over that but like now but it's not like oh no. you're not over that that but like in that you. moment I had to heal remember you said at the very beginning of this yeah. you have to like not that you're forced to heal but you get over it you're like right grand but now all of a sudden even speaking about things today I'm looking back and I'm still learning things from there because yeah. I've seen it in a different light yeah. I've grown from that time and everyone will have something to go through I and agree. whether it's a month after you're going to feel different 10 years later yeah. you still learn from it and it's so funny you say that my mum's great now and she said to me <laughs> I remember I said something I got upset about something a while ago yeah. and um I'll touch on this in another pod. Mm-hmm. And um, she was like, Emma, but that's okay. Yeah. This will never go away. She says, this will live with you forever. Yeah. It's not something that just goes away. And I was like, do you know, ma'am, you're, you're right. actually right. Yeah. Because it's how you cope with it. 100%. You can let things go, but it's going to be there. There's yeah. going to be little things. It's like anything. You could, let's say, walk across the road and you might yeah, see yeah, a yeah. certain top on someone that you're like oh remember my friend had that oh, or a certain you see song signs everywhere something yeah yeah do you know what I mean and it's okay I think like I used to be like you're not allowed to feel that you have to be happy you have to do this I all agree. the time and the minute that like an old thought would come in like I used to freak out being like when I'd still wake up with these thoughts I don't want to be and I'm like it didn't work send me back it didn't work and now I'm like do you know what it's fine. It's just like you have to be okay with like accepting things from your past coming back yeah. up and you have to learn with it. And, you know, every time something does come up, like a little trigger or something, you're going to learn from that. Yeah. And like learn, okay, how do I help myself moving forward? Or now I'd even look back and say, you know, something someone even gave me advice in that moment. I was like, well, shut up. Like, you're not, you don't yeah. understand. And now all of a sudden, what that person had said to me four years ago means even more to me now. Because now I can actually take it on board and I, I can re- I can really relate to it. And you know that way? That's where the moment was a memory. Now literally, oh, look at you. No, it's the just The moment so became true. a memory. It's so true though. Yeah. So you always grow with, with everything. And I think like everyone's afraid you're not meant to look in the past and it's all about the future and focus on the now. But oh, like no. there's a lot that has to be done in your past. Like yeah. your past determines, like especially for me, for you, your past has led you to this point right now. And if you didn't learn or grow from it, where are you going with it? Do you know that way? You grow through what you go I through. I knew you were going to say that. And I said, I swear <laughs> to you, I knew you were going to say that. And as soon as I came on here, I was like, I'm going to say this because I wonder if she remembers. I say that to bloody everyone. I knew it. I said, I'm going to get tattooed on my forehead. So oh, yeah. Go. You should get a little plan pot. I was thinking this in my head. Because Hannah has lovely little um, fine line tattoos and they're so cute. I want to get a few more. But Will like, you sign your signature? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> okay, Empower. Um, yeah, yeah, literally. I am. I'm going to get another one or two tattoos. I'm going to get a lightning bolt there. Cute. That'd be so good. Because impairment get a little oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, she's about it all. Oh, all my tattoos have a meaning good yeah no, little plan probably yeah. real cute real cute so then like what are your non-negotiables for your own self-care to keep you in check every day I think like they they differ like a few months ago they might be different to now like that's especially, good that you changed them 
Yeah, and like when I came out of all that, you know, every morning I do, like you were talking about your full body scan and trying my best to like get my breath work. And like, if you're quite anxious, my breath would be like, and even, you know, it still goes. Like even, I remember doing my spin class for the first time and I hadn't even hopped on the bike and I was in the red zone, like past 100K. Like, do you know what I mean? My heart rate was going through. How to try and find my breath. Breath work has helped me so much. And I think people are a bit scared when they think, oh, journaling and meditation. And so like, it doesn't have to be this 40 minute no. thing. And I remember reading... Uh, what book was it in? And I remember it was like, you can have five seconds. All it, like, I think she was going to get money at the ATM. And I was like, in that queue, you have less than a minute. All you need to do is three or five big deep breaths. And how that calms your heart rate coming back down yeah. is immense. Like something so small. But all these tips and tricks, they're true books, they're true everything that like you do need to yeah. invest in yourself. And, you know, I got a PT coach back then. I was going to therapy. And even my girls now that are with me, you know, they've invested in a coach. And I say the best things you could like, put your money into yeah. is your you know yourself is your education is yeah. you know is, is it your physical health you know getting a life coach invest yeah. in these now so that you can ha- reap the rewards later yeah I agree and it's so funny where I do think people are getting more used to it only than ever since yeah, COVID pre where pre-COVID everyone was just like PT oh yeah so that's, that's your in person but yeah. that's your physical self mm-hmm. so what do you do for your mental and emotional self and your spiritual self so I have all different types of coaches and yeah. I do think people do need different coaches if you have the money if not oh, come on, yeah. there's but YouTube there's, the likes of here, there's the podcasts podcast and stuff as well there's always resources yeah. on your doorstep yeah so I would have had a PT um, I dip in and out PT and yeah. then I have um, my Reiki master then I have my <laughs> Reiki master yeah then I have my therapist yeah we love and then but these are things that should be so if I need a life coach I dip in and out of it but they're so okay yeah. people used to be like oh, I have to get this. no 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 and no, they're no. like I'm like so what I'd be roaring like, get a therapist girl the, like go in it's as easy to get one or it should be on the same power yeah. as allowing yourself to get one as it is to get a PT yeah because sometimes I think people are like it can be costly Stigma, and I totally yeah I totally understand it can be costly. Completely. And like, you know, 60, 70 euro. But the way I see it is, okay, if you were to go out for a few drinks with the girls, how's that going to make you feel? Okay, yeah. right, that's fine. You go out, have a good night, you'll be hungover. Is that, is that going to change your life? Mm-hmm. If you spend 60, 70 euro on a therapy session, how's that going to feel? Yeah, you might be going inwards, but how's it going to benefit you? Well, for a few months. Yeah. And as I said, like, I remember meeting people, yeah. always remember meeting one man. And he was sitting in the circle and we were doing this group therapy thing. And I'm sitting here like the youngest. And I was like, my life is in bits and whatever. And he was sitting there. It's the biggest, best piece of advice. Like he was getting help. And I think he was like 55, 60. And he was big CEO of a company. And he had like eight eight sons, daughters, a wife, big business, whatever it was. I remember him sitting there and he was like, you don't know how lucky you are to be, what, 23 leaving here. And getting the rest of your life yeah. like you're getting your, oh sorry, you're getting the, like your help now mm. and you can enjoy with all the things that you've learned the rest of your life he has wasted not wasted but like he he had to go through feeling how he did for years and years and years through all of his kids big director of a big company and only now at what 50, 60 he was going to get help yeah. and I just it's always been something like you're never too young you're never too old you can literally do whatever like go and get help if it's there or talk to someone or try new things because you owe it to yourself yeah I do agree. It's even like, it's so funny. I was in the car. I was driving to go for a walk mm. today. And I had this epiphany. This always happens to me. When you think about it every day, what does your day look like? So yeah. for me, my normal day is I go for a walk. I might mm-hmm. go to the gym. I do work, coaching, content, um, you know, see my family, you know, it can vary day to day, you know, and, you know, work on other little projects I have. And then I was like, 
do I have to do the same thing all the time? Mm. No. What would I like to include in Change for a bit of bit more joy? Because mm-hmm. I do think sometimes we do focus on um, habitual. Like, oh, I yeah. get up, do this, and you always forget going. Where's the joy? Where's the fun? Yeah. Too structured. It's very structured. Yeah. And when you think about it, one of the biggest things that literally creates happiness is like laughter, joy, mm. fun. Like, you know, like I think babies laughing at on average a couple of hundred times a day. Adults, it's like 30. I love that, yeah. 30. Oh, is it? It's really small. So it's like, what can you do to make, no, TikTok makes me laugh so oh, much. Sh- uh, oh, you'd be down a hole. A hole for I'm awake hours. till about 12 o'clock no, can't. watching TikTok. I'm obsessed as well. The devil wears Prada. If Never you've, heard honest, of him. Oh. No. He does these spin-offs and he's like, <laughs> oh my God, it's so good. Anyways, I'd be cracked up. Ashley, do you ever find like you just talk in TikTok? What? Like, do you know, like the audios of TikTok? Like me and my friends, she was like, you'd see something on the road and you just like say your TikTok audio, no? Oh no. Oh, I mean, you have to, No, but I'd, I'd be even saying to Ashley, I was like, you know, like little things, like stupid things, because me and Ashley, obviously, if you know listeners, yeah. no, I live with my sister. And like, we'd be real goofy together. Like I, we'd have laugh and we have our, like, basically like our own yeah, language, me and my sisters. And I was like, if people seen us It's now, like the Kardashians going around, the little uh, language. Sa, 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 yeah. sa, sa, sa. <laughs> oh, we're mad. No, we're love mad. It. Love we're it. real goofy. Like, yeah. But, um, it is hilarious like that but yeah back to that it's like it's having fun it's having joy and I was like what would I like to do now there's a few things and I want oh, what would you go. like to do fun yeah, so I'll say mine love to do pole dancing oh my god no do you ever see the ones and they're in the heels yeah oh so sexy but they're it's not even about the sexiness now I'm all oh, about I'm all me. about you know uh, hello I'm all about empowering my femininity and stuff yeah of course Love a bit of the sexy vibe, but yeah. obviously it's more to feel strong. Mm-hmm. The movement. Do you ever see the thighs on them? I'm like, you no, are they unreal. Insane. Um, but it's the that'll ho- be a good one, Emma. Love a bit of the pole, and then yeah. I was like, paddleboarding. I do like it, but it's a bit boring. Like you're just right. paddling, and it's grand. You along the coast road, now they all do. It. Yeah, they do. Off and then go. I was like, ooh, kayaking. Yeah, it's grand. And then I was like, what I liked because I used to do horse riding years right. ago and art and right. it's something that I want to get back into because my sister paints and I'm like what's stopping me from doing this why mm. can't I start doing it I went through a phase where I was like researching going a big thing actually for anyone listen what and I did a little exercise on myself going mm. what things brought me joy when I was younger yeah. what hobbies or arts or whatever crafts did I used to do that I loved that's so nostalgic to me and I tapped into that and I wrote down um, oh, I love that horse riding tennis mm. um, art and things like that and I, I, I do kind of let the, the world go by you know a little oh, bit yeah. but then it's like oh god I really want to get back into it and I don't horse ride and I think once or twice but I've arthritis on my knees and it locked and I mm. actually thought I was going to have to go to the hospital because the fluid in it and I was like mm, don't know maybe not and then I was like ooh art or something because it's it's a form be nice, it's a form of expression of course and I think some people always get do you ever do the what's the one they drink a paint of Prosecco yeah what's that like I know I'd want to be going to an art gallery now. okay no I'm going no forever. oh I used to do nude drawing oh all. fuck oh, did you really no, no I wasn't in the nude <laughs> but they were and I loved it because I get this from my mum my mum draws like she used to draw um, when we were younger mm. she'd do still portraits but she'd get a like obviously she'd get a book out of say Easton's and it'd yeah, be like nude prints but it'd be literally like draw me like one of your French girls. Stop Jack. it. Like magnificent. Love. Ashley paints as well. He's all, yeah, he's a real all artsy. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, I really want to get, into it. yeah, I got, I think I got an A or a B in honours art. Love. And I was like, right. And I was like, I really need to start getting mm-hmm. into, back into it because I think, think that that's expressionism. So same with like dance. Yeah. I used to do a bit of dancing years ago. I have two left feet. Uh, no, but come here. Like, you know, 
not like Except when Beyonce crazy love comes on, then we go out. Yeah, no, fair. no, but you know what I mean? And no I think crew. we're all yeah, so yeah. fixated. Like we all, I do love exercise. Mm-hmm. I do love the gym. But it's other forms of expressing yourself. Yeah. Do you know that way? What would you like to get into? Do you know what my biggest, like what? this is what I actually wanted to be when I was younger, what? was an ice skater. Oh, I could tell. No, oh, when I say like, if you come, remember like every, glory. Blades of Glory. No, I swear to God, I remember my cousin used to be fucking deadly. She used to be so yeah. good at the rollerblades. And I used to look up to no, her and she'd be doing at the figure eights, jumping on the one leg. And I was like, that is what I want to do. Were they the FX. Oh, do you know what? And I only got them last year. Do you know everyone that went on that rollerblade? I got them. No, I haven't gone back on them, but I will go back on them. There's a girl down St. Anne's and she is deadly. Oh, yeah. She goes on them all the time. But I actually did look into it a few years ago. I would love it because it's just, it's so much fun. Yeah. But they only do it. Well, if anyone's listening that knows an ice skating rink, please let me know. The one that I found was up in Belfast. And my mum was like, do you really want to go to Belfast? I was like, yeah. I was like, well, I'm not going to bloody I bring feel, you. I feel so sad because I used to go ice skating. Did you? There yeah. was no rinks around there. There was. Was there? So if anyone's listening. Yeah, can you smoke okay. up an ice rink? Hang on. If anyone's listening who is as old as me, okay. <laughs> I used to go ice skating in the Silver Skate Ice Rink in Fisborough. Fisborough? Fisborough. Where Des Kelly's is. No? That was an ice skate. Hey, there was no. one in Crumlin as well. Yeah. So I'm telling my age now. And I, it kind of <laughs> closed down when I was about 13, 14. But we used Such to go. Crack. I My mum let me go when I was like. 10, 11, 12 in primary right. school because I just get the bus down and oh, it was yeah, it was yeah. about it was about six stops from my house. Um, my mum gave me a fiver. I'd go in. And that I was what like, it was. No, be, I, she give me a fiver and say you'd pay in and you'd yeah. get your bottle of cadet. You probably don't know 50 what that cent? is. 50 yeah. cents? Yeah. And then your, your bus fare and all and you'd be on the rink for an hour and a half oh, with, with your friends. So good. Like if I go, do you remember what's a seven up on ice? Like oh, don't yeah. go with me there because I won't look back at you. I'm on my own. But I do like, go. I go, oh, I go ice skating when it's literally Thunderland Love and ice skating oh, rink. No, but serious. Like don't come on. Like all these kids, get out of my way. Like we're doing. You'd look well. You'd, fast track around the rink. You'd you know? love Central Park, but it's more moochy. Yeah, no, I was there and I remember seeing all these little kids, they were six, doing these flips. Pirouettes. On. I was like, oh, I'm so jealous. I've never been more jealous of six year old in my life. But now looks, I'd love to do that. So yeah, go. if anyone can hook me up with an yeah. ice rink, that's my job. I'll do that. Anyone has a big back garden and wants to uh, put a lot of advice down. Please, I'll do so good, I promise. Yeah. And then, before we wrap up, yeah. if you had advice to give to your younger self, what would it be? Ooh, what a question. I think, now, do you know what my answer's going to be? And everyone's going to be like, oh, You like can take so a minute now. You can take a minute. You don't have to like answer off Go the all in. Yeah, you just think of like what you think is going, like... Like everyone's so personal, but I feel like with advice it can help. Even though everyone's going through different things, yeah, good advice can help everyone across the border. But one thing that, and it sounds so silly, but like I was only even thinking about this. I was like, what would I tell myself? Yeah. You know, if I had to look back or you know going forward, my sort of per- like I worry, I worry about everything as do so many others. But like I live in the past so much and I live in the future so much. I can't appreciate the present. I let days go bye, 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 bye. All of a sudden I'm like, weekend's coming next month, next week. And all of a sudden I look back, I'm like, Jesus, it's Christmas already. Do you know? Or like, God, where did that time go? And I even when I'm at an event or I'm at like a night out or something, I fully still can't embrace the fun. I'm still worrying like, what's going to happen in there? Where am I going to go from that? And it's just like work, jobs. The way my life I thought would plan out is completely different to, now, to how it is now. And no amount of worrying has ever helped that or taken it away. And I think it's just that everything's going to happen. Like everything happens for a reason. And it's really hard. I found it so hard to like just put that in faith that like, you know, something's out there. It's just going to make my life okay. And I'm just going to, you know, sail through it. And what's meant for me won't pass me by. But like looking back now, I just focus so much in the past, the present or yeah. sorry, the past and the future. I'm just like, stop worrying about the future. 
just stop because it's not like you can sit up all night it's not going to change what's set for you is planned out it's going to happen and just enjoy the present I'd love to like so many holidays I went on so many like trips away that I just wasn't present for and for the rest of my life that's one thing that I always said I just want to make sure that you are fully invested in your day to day because if you can find enjoyment in your day to day like you're set do you know Amazing. So, yeah. Well, thanks so much thanks for coming so much on. For coming on then. You've thank been you. like a wealth of knowledge here today, oh, Coach Hannah. Can't cope. Thank you. Oh, thanks so much. Thank you. Well, thanks for tuning in to another episode of Empower with Emma. We're flying through it now. And, you know, not long until the end of season two. Like, I'm enjoying it even more than ever, opening up with my guests, communicating, meeting new people that I've always wanted to meet, having like-minded conversations, sharing experiences, stories. It's just so inspiring and empowering to me. But remember, you can sign up to my newsletter, of course, which I put out every two weeks. You can go onto my Instagram, which is Emma Kyo, and head onto my link tree and you'll find it over there. But feel free to follow, like, and subscribe to the pod as well. Thanks so much.